welcome back to our New Year's episode. This is part two, so if you missed the first goodies, then back that train up and listen to the first one. Choo-choo! <laughs> she may not always sound like she knows what she's talking about, but this time she really does. Really, go back and listen to the first one. Well, thanks for that. I like to think I know what I'm talking about most of the time. Anyway, I'll listen to the first one, and then listen to this one. It'll be a hoot. Enjoy! Bon All right, and we're back. So next up, we have a segment where we're going to talk about our favorite New Year's Eve parties past. Any sort of New Year uh, celebration or New Year party, any fun memory that you have from the past that you'd like to share. So Amanda, would you mind kicking us off? Sure. So my grandma with the cigarette case uh, owned a tavern. So I was no. a little bit <laughs> yeah. a grandmother in Wisconsin running yeah, a tavern. It was oh, very yeah. nice. Uh, it was Pete Johnett's bar, so very creatively named. <laughs> and so when I was really little, New Year's Eve was my favorite holiday because it was so much fun because I got to hang out in the bar and there was dancing and like those plastic lays from the 80s and like hats <laughs> oh, and yeah. party horns. And yeah, I it thought be, it was. It, it kind of becomes a cluster for like decorations because it's like leftover, like it's oh, still yeah. decorated for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you throw but in the party, party lay stuff. would yeah. go on the deer mount that was in the <laughs> <Naturally>. bar. <laughs> that was my uncle's first deer mount, which is now in his garage. And it has definitely seen better days. Oh, I've seen that one. Well, yeah. Some good it's times. Sick looking. <laughs> it's had a lot of secondhand smoke. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so like I apparently had my barfly days um, pre, <laughs> early, early kindergarten. Got them out of your way. Yeah, because by the time I hit my twenties, I was like, I don't like that. No, thank you. <laughs> I've already done this. Yeah, I got that? it right out of yeah. my. Did system. your grandma serve like any like famous appetizers or anything? Like <laughs> not that I recall. Was there Belgian pie? <laughs> Belgian. Pie. Um. Hmm. That's a good question. It wouldn't have been at the bu- in the bar. No, it would have been in the kitchen. In the kitchen for us, which was just the private area. Yeah, yeah. Ryan was laughing at me, but, but I'm a remember. total foodie when it comes to. No, it was just New cute. Eve. Like that. That's the first. Yeah, that, I'm, that I want to know. Question. It was adorable. There's a deer with a lay on it. And yeah. <laughs> so what was the food like? And a jukebox. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so. Is fun. that the same jukebox that's in your parents' basement? Um, that was from my grandma's bar, but she had a couple jukeboxes, and I don't remember okay. which one that was. That's she also cool. had a couple dartboards. Awesome. And one of those used to be at my uncle's house, too. Right. But you saw a section of the bar. That's, that's true. That's my uncle's house. Yep. And a bar stool, which I let our kids sit on. And I was like, this is from when I was little. Spin around in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of the country bars around here do like early New Year's Eve. Like mm-hmm. they'll do like eight o'clock. So you count down to eight. Oh, yeah. that's oh, nice. Yeah. That is good. We didn't do that. I, you know what? I like that. They should have more things then you throughout can, the day. Because then you can go to that and then go home and mm-hmm. do regular New Year's with your family. Like or most of the clientele go home mm-hmm. and sleep. <laughs> Either way, sleep or yeah. family. Yeah. I support it. Ryan? Um, so Carl and I are pretty low-key for the most part. Like We used to go out, but usually it's more like... I like to just get some like a cheese and crackers, meat and cheese yeah. tray. Yeah. Um, I always got to have Seagram's um, ginger ale. Ginger ale. Okay. Um, or it used to, when I was earlier, it was Martinelli's sparkling cider because that's some good shit. You too. fancy but, fuck. But I do love me some Seagram's ginger ale. That's like, 
I, I, I'll, I'll take Schweppes mm-hmm. or Sweepies as we like to call it. Or um, Canada Dry is okay. Like, there's like tears. Oh, sure. Unless I'm at a small house party, where, did, say... where does Fago fit in? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had Fago ginger ale. No, I did have a brand of ginger ale of, from a company that makes really good root beer, but they make terrible ginger ale. Oh. Like I took a sip and it hurt my stomach, and I was gonna puke. But the person who bought it bought oh. it specially for me because I was oh. gonna be there. So I drank it, and I was like, "This is so gross," and it hurts my tummy. But I've since told him about it years later. You know that ginger ale you bought me? It was terrible. (laughs) Back in the day, there was the, it was the Roundies brand, but back then they called it Old Time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the Old Time ginger ale was amazing. What's the, I wish I could get that. Was it busing? What's the German? Oh, yeah. It was busing. Ginger ale. (laughs) German. Like Voldemort? Voldemort ginger ale? The kind that Dick Martin had at his house. Oh, like the Vernons? Yes, Vernon. Verners. Verners. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, let's get some of that. Yeah. It's not my favorite. No. I mean, it's okay. It's serviceable, no. but no. it's like Seagram's is like top tier for top me. Top tier. I like it. Oh, um, I like but. I, well, just to say, I was going to say, I prefer to be at home, like, or at a small party because. I. It's when dumb. You, when you go bar hopping, you're never at the right place where you'd want to be for New Year's if because you, everyone. You didn't go to Pete John, it's bar. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's true. So <laughs> you're you're like Bummer. I'm standing here like with strangers with kind of my group, but somewhere else, everyone else is split up. Like it's just not fun. No, and I I actually like and to watch the cold. New Year's stuff on TV. Yeah, and like yeah. bounce yeah. back and forth between the networks and see what's going on. And it's the only time of year Fergie does anything. So I'm always like, Fergie's going to perform. Get right. ready. Right, right, right. Um, my grandma had a joke. Well, it wasn't a joke. I'm sure it was true. But when they would go to like work parties with my grandpa, she would, um, when it got to be midnight, she would hide in the bathroom because she was like, I don't want some random dude trying to kiss me at midnight. I don't know where they've been. I'm just, oh, oh, gotta go powder my nose. Um, so that's always funny to me. Uh, but not last year, um, but the year Betty White passed away on New Year's Eve, um, we were just going to do a small thing anyway. Mm-hmm. So... But my mom came over and me and Carl, we celebrated Betty White as the New Year came in. So we watched um, Lifetime's Intimate Portrait mm-hmm. of Betty White, which I have on DVD because I'm a Golden Girls nerd. And had some we hot dogs. Had some hot dogs and some vodka because that was Betty's favorite. Now, mind you, me being the non drinker, I literally <laughs> let my mom put a drop and a half in my orange juice and I still was like, Bleh. it was gonna, top shelf tough. I'm gonna, but I drank it for Betty. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to give you a little bit of a test. What did you put on the hot dog? Ketchup. Okay. What would have Betty White have put on the hot dog? Nothing. That's, oh, I love you for knowing that. <laughs> I love you for knowing that. Yeah, she was a one in a million. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that was a good New Year's. I thought, I thought that was. So if you ever get to go to Pink's Hot Dogs of Hollywood, when you order a plain hot dog, they call it the Betty White. Oh, I like nice. that. Nice. Mandy even ordered one with ketchup and they shouted, a Betty White, add ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Carol? You know, when we were talking about, like, this topic earlier, I was thinking about, I guess I was talking thinking about, like, the bar hopping and parties at the house and everything, and I got to think about, um, like, what I thought New Year's Eve parties was gonna, were going to be like. Mm-hmm. I definitely had this idea of movies and, like, 
TV shows and everyone's all dressed up and they have fancy food. And um, I remember when I was a kid, so the, the tallest skyscraper in Wisconsin is Milwaukee. So if you ever see the skyline in Milwaukee, you see that big white skyscraper. Mm-hmm. You picture sure. that in your head. So back then it was the first star bank building. Now it's the U.S. bank offices along with other financer kind of places. Um, but they had, would have first star Eve from like the 70s through like 2001 and they advertised it so heavy on the radio i thought oh that would be so glamorous you know and i'm like it's so funny to think like that's what i always thought new year's eve parties would be like so in racine where i grew up uh this year i was talking to one of my best friends from home and she was saying how there's a new hotel in racine called the hotel verdant um and they are having a new year's eve party and they were telling me how they were thinking about going to it. And there's like drinks and hors d'oeuvres and a DJ. And it's like $125 for admission. And I'm like, oh my gosh, would I ever spend that much money to go to a New Year's Eve party? But I was like, oh, but this is cool. This is totally what I thought this would be. A couple of my friends have been told. So they're our age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're way too old to go to that party. <laughs> so like Ouch. how is it that now that we can afford to go to these kind of parties we're too old to go to those kind of parties no kidding mm. i was just and i said I, I don't maybe i don't i don't know what the the vibe or the it's gonna be but like really now that we can afford to go to something like this comfortably maybe a little bit of a splurge and now we're too old yeah. <laughs> i don't like that but tell that to that astronaut that got married no kidding Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> Thank you. No, that's okay. Yeah, I like it. Well, Jay, do you have any? Uh, most of my New Year's have been pretty low key. Um, growing up, it was kind of a time to get together with like the grandparents and the cousins. So I spent a lot of time up north or over in Green Bay, and we'd do you know a lot of kind of board games, video games, um, basically charcuterie before. That was a term that was getting thrown around. So what'd you what'd you call it back then? Just a cheese and meat tray? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty I'm, much. A, I'm a cheese and meat tray kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of referred to everything individually. The, know, the crackers. The... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a big thing. Ooh, we're bringing out the munchies. That's, yeah. a, that's a thing in my family. The crackers. The nibbles. The Ca- Carl the and I know a woman who calls like crudite. She calls them relishes. Because it's a relish like tray. Oh, she refers sure. to them as. Yeah, mentality. Do you want any relishes? <laughs> huh. I suppose. I've said it once. I'll say it again. I love me a good relish tray. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I'm a little bit like Amanda. I spent a lot of time in bars when I was younger. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, wow. So yeah. by the time I was of age, uh, it was kind of, I was over it. Sure. Uh, didn't really do a lot of partying. The one New Year's that really sticks out was... The turn of the millennium, uh, Y2K was mm-hmm. a major concern, and I was in uh, Green Bay that New Year's. We went out to a house party. In a bunker? Uh, no, a really super <laughs> fancy house on the lake. A lot of high school kids there, just packed, and a couple of us hatched an idea to keep an eye on the clock, and as it got closer... Make our way to the breaker box, <laughs> <laughs> flip the switch at midnight, and just watch the chaos unfold. So, I think I was at a party in Windpoint. So, that's the village of Windpoint that sticks on the lake in Racine. I think I was at a house party <laughs> on the lake on Lake Michigan <laughs> for that year. Did someone also cut the power at that party? No, I we partied really hard. I remember that. <laughs> I 
I remember that was my senior year. So, I mean, that was, I think we all, I don't know. I don't think I had any friends that were afraid that anything bad was going to happen. I think we were all like, whatever. I think we, we kind of hammed it up going into, you know, yeah. like, oh, have you guys heard about that? I oh could see God. that. So we, we kind of set the stage a little bit and then just well, I will listen tell you to the exactly. Lamentations. You always called it the Zero Zero Party, right? I'm getting to that. Okay. I will tell you exactly what was I on was the invitation. Leah provided us with this because she found her original one. And it looks laminated. Really? Um, the... It was in a, a plastic cover. Oh, a yes. Scrapbook. Yeah. The Zero no. Zero Party. Date, New Year's Eve. Time, 7 p.m. to question mark. Because <laughs> the world was, was going to end. <laughs> Where? Gary's parents' house. Who? The Putnams. Lots of food. Don't eat before you come. Non-alcoholic drinks, sledding, movies, bonfire, and other games. RSVP by December 28th. And then it has their phone number, and it's so we're so old that it doesn't even have the area code. <laughs> you could just you, you could just type the seven digits, and that was good enough. Um, yeah, a little fun fact we for Y2K. We even have zero, zero in quotes. We called it the Zero Zero Party, but then every New Year's after that, we referred to it as the Zero Zero Party because <laughs> it was so Why legendary. That's so fucking cute. That's right. And we That's thought, I thought it was and so we intense. literally thought the world might end, so we all... We told everyone to, but no one really did. But Gary and I were like, we're, we brought our favorite movies yeah. to watch. We tried so to we watch. Like, what if you die? Movie. You get to watch your favorite movie one more time. Yeah. Like, I don't think any of us really took it seriously. But the thing was, hey, if it's going to be over, if Prince was correct and <laughs> party over, oops, oops out, out of time, time. <laughs> we wanted to be with each other. And we were. And it was fun. And the thing was, as it got was getting closer to midnight, I kept thinking, you know what, though? Other parts of the world have had New Year's and everything's fine. So no, the sure. whole world revolves around Central Time. And, and not only that, but when we realized it was after midnight, it was like, oh, this movie got done. Hey, it's like 12.07. I guess we're fine. We're still here. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Very true. All right. Well, you, we're good? Yep. Okay. Then next in line would be Courtney. Picture it. Rice Lake, Wisconsin, 1999. 1999. <laughs> I was just nothing but a 19-year-old virgin. <laughs> I didn't possibly lied about that part, but no, seriously. This is definitely one of my favorite stories to tell about New Year's. And I hope I haven't told you guys the story before. But... I, I don't recall hearing this story. Okay. And if anybody um, would have heard it, probably would have been me. It's not really funny because I did cry at the <gasps> moment, but in hindsight, now it is funny, but... Um, there's two very important pieces to the story. It's the first time that, that um, 1999, that I met my stepchildren for the first time. So that was Aww. also a very heartwarming moment. And it was just a nice little get-together at my soon-to-be husband's house, meeting my soon-to-be stepchildren. But anyways, later that night, okay, New Year's has came and went. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. It's It's time to drive home. I have to probably work at six in the morning and um, I leave. Now I don't drink, so it's not like I was drinking or anything like that, but I just needed to get home. I did not live with Lyle at the time, but I had to leave his house. He lift, li lived somewhere out in the country, out in the boondocks. And uh, <laughs> I left his driveway and um, pitch dark and he lived right on the top of a hill. So as I left the driveway, I'm going towards Rice Lake, and I see these headlights just pop out from behind me, like out of nowhere, and um, 
kind of like, you know, caught my concern, like, wow, they just, you know, came out of nowhere. It's kind of crazy. So I get to the stop sign and, you know, they're right on my butt. It's just, I'm kind of a little concerned, you know, pull out onto the main drag there going towards Rice Lake and um, the car, it just won't give up. It's right on my tail and I've tried to speed up. I've slowed down. And this car will not get off my bumper. I'm I'm really freaking out. And, you know, in your brain, you're thinking, you know, people are drinking. You know, is this like some kind of, you know, like back when I was skinny and young, maybe they wanted to kidnap me. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. But... In my brain, I'm thinking something terrible is going to happen. So I'm probably four miles from Rice Lake. And my brain is like, I just need to hurry up. And somewhere in my brain, I heard that, like, if you feel like somebody's following you, you need to go to an area where there's lights and there's people. So what what more could save you in Rice Lake, Wisconsin than a quick trip? Of course, That's what I as was Wisconsin thinking. as it gets. Like when you said it, I'm like, go to a quick trip. Yeah, if you can't get to the police <laughs> exactly. station, go to the quick trip. Because you know there's security exactly. cameras and it's well lit. Anyway, go ahead. So this car has followed me now for a few miles. And like I said, I've sped up and he's right on my bumper. I've slowed down and he's on my bumper. He won't go around me. I'm really freaking out. So I get closer to town and I'm like, I'm going to lose this guy. So I start taking like every way but the main roads. So I'm like just whipping it to the left, whipping it to the right, not stopping at stoplight signs. I'm just not using my blinker. I'm just, you know trying to like cut them off at you know any possible chance i can get but they're still there and this is before cell phones so you can't like call right right so i am like i literally i i am just beside myself i'm freaking out and i get into rice lake onto main street on my way to quick trip (laughs) and um, finally the red and blue flashing lights turn on it was a police officer the whole time (laughs) I had seven driving violations. Oh my God. He was racking up all the times I never used my blinker. I never stopped at the stop signs, times that I was speeding, the times that I wasn't driving the speed limit. Oh my God. He used them all against me. What the fuck? I, would, I know, right? So, you he, like I said, you did this to me. Right. And I, he pulls over and gets out of his car and comes to my window and I'm just like crying and I'm actually kind of relieved. I'm like, okay, so it's an officer, you know? And he's like, well, I just, uh, got you a seven violations, but, um, I can see it doesn't look like you've been drinking. So I'll be (laughs) nice and I'll notch it down to three violations. What a douche. And he's like, so, so what were you thinking? (laughs) What and was I'm I like, thinking? I tell him, <laughs> I tell him my train of thought. Like, I, I thought you were some creep following me. And he's like, ma'am, this is Wisconsin. You don't have to worry about oh, any of that. What? Oh, fucker. That no. Like, no. Sorry. More reason. Oh, God. What a piece of shit. So, I know, right? So, I was absolutely mortified. I ended up with, I mean, at that time, it was probably like a $400 ticket. And the guy scared me so much. I'm like, I should have tried to fight the ticket, but I I was just too damn scared. So that was my New Year's story. What a piece of shit. Um, I know, right? And uh, That's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, Yeah, that's unbelievable. I was mortified. 
But to follow, he probably followed me between four to six miles, just racking up the violations the whole way. That's fucked up. Right? And that's not professional or necessary in any circumstance. It was kind of almost entrapment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In some ways, yeah. And it's like, what what did you think I was, you know, and I explained my situation, but he was not buying it at all. But Courtney, over the years, like I know, like, you probably have some friends in public service and stuff and safety have you told them this story i have and <laughs> they're like oh yeah we know exactly who that was oh my <laughs> god it was, it was typical of him <laughs> yes oh no just terrorizing but, teenagers uh-huh, uh-huh officer pritz by the way <laughs> <laughs> in county sheriff's department oh. that's terrible <laughs> but that's that but, is sad i'm sorry clogged arteries and high blood pressure and all that so see uh-huh i could only wish but anyways fuck that guy so that's my mm-hmm. story fuck that guy indeed yikes that's mm-hmm. so ridiculous oh boy leah do you have one that can cheer <laughs> us up uh let's see here so i mean i was just going to talk about your parties gary because i feel like i was always at your house yeah um we always did after high school dances at my house i feel like and we did new year's at your house in the cabin yeah and yeah movies and uh your sister and ryan and that's me our Mm -hmm. other friends i don't know if we should name them do you remember that one time that one year we just had like a mattress on the floor in front of the tv yes i do (laughs) it's just like let's just lay down see and that's that's where the pregnancy epicy happened. Yeah, it was on that mattress. I just couldn't remember if it was a New Year's party or a different party. It might have been. And while you were on the mattress, I was like at the computer desk. Yeah. Am I hearing this correct? It's a pregnancy epicy. Yes. What? So let's just say it was after New Year's. One New Year's party. After we've all waken up, I'm still groggy, and I wake up, and the Golden Girls are on. And it was the episode where that one girl comes back and the, she's pregnant. Their their neighbor. Yep. She yeah, their neighbor girl. Yeah. Mary. So she's pregnant. And instead of saying, Oh, this is the pregnancy episode, I just said, Oh, it's the pregnancy epicy. <laughs> but that itself was so funny that that's been a quote now for like twenty five fucking years. Yeah. For a while we just said everything was oh. a whatever epicy. Like that was our word for it. Yeah. Oh, that's the whatever epicy. <laughs> this is the New Year's epicy. This is the New Year's epicy. So, yeah. Any more on the fun times at the Putnam Chalet? <laughs> I, yeah, I will call it the chalet. Like, it's so hard to describe what it was back then <laughs> to what it is now. Sure. <laughs> it's like after you guys moved out, your parents were like, now we're going to make that basement nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, I guess that's where we're going for New Year's. <laughs> I mean, we could. I mean, really, we could, they're in Florida and I got a key. We can go there right now. <laughs> Do they still live there? I thought they moved. No, no, they still live there. Mm-hmm. Really? It yep. doesn't look the same. Oh, yeah. Either. You wouldn't recognize it now. No, they changed that's the fine. siding when we were in college and then they put on a big deck last year. Let's light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's like right? no, 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 no. It's not because the bonfire was in the backyard. Yep, the, the deck is on the side the of the spot. house. Oh, okay, all right, never mind. You'll yep. go out from the kitchen. It's very well. We set it on fire, anyways. <laughs> Do you remember? And this might not make it in the episode, but you're like when we'd have the bonfire, your mom would like burn old stuff to burn it, and she was burning like old uh, like attendance sheets from class. 
there. He's like, what are you burning? Is that Schindler's List? Well, it was just a giant list of names. So I'm like, what is that? And it was just like, it was huge. And then so I asked her if it was Schindler's List. And then <laughs> Leah left her purse in your backyard. So I then did. when we went to see Girl Interrupted, like and I are showing our IDs and Leah's like, I don't have my ID because I left my purse in Gary's backyard. So I don't have it. So she's like, well, here, I'll show you my school ID. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that was good enough. Because right. back when we were kids, they didn't really care that much for R-rated movies. Like, they did on paper, but they didn't really ever. Yeah. Because yeah. really, it was it was sophomore year, so, like, that showed, well, he was junior year, but it showed, like, you were at least 16. But it didn't prove right. that you were old enough to see an R-rated movie. Yeah. That's anyway. Yeah. That was anyway. a tangent. <laughs> it's okay. I'll end with me. So... A lot of it's already been said, but I just thought it was a really unique thing that we did where it became a tradition when we did New Year's parties. After, like, it hit midnight and we did the celebration part, we would go out sledding. And That's so cool. You've talked about it before. Yeah. And we did it, like, several years in a row. And then we did a couple midnight sleddings, too, that weren't on New Year's, but it was a New Year's tradition at least for a couple years. I want to say I maybe did it once after y'all were to get like when i got together with ryan yeah but it was, it was just a lot of fun because we'd go out and we'd be out to like two or three it, it wasn't long but um it was a nice way to end the night it, there was no real shenanigans was that at our... pinehurst yeah we did go yeah. to pinehurst and also because it was you know sort of in a residential area we were pretty quiet about yeah. it like we were still having fun but we weren't too rowdy because we were good kids and we were kind of lame <laughs> <laughs> do you remember there was that exchange student yes and we were <laughs> there was those twins mm-hmm. and she could never remember who was who i do and so like we we're like walking up the hill and you had to like hold that rope to climb up the hill yep. and she gets up to the top and glenda is up there mm-hmm. and the exchange student's like are you glory and she's like no and, and the exchange student goes oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> That also was a quote for many years. Just, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's wild to think how Pinehurst has changed that much since then. Yeah. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, it's really changed. I know they long. have bigger plans, too, that they want another fun, adapt in there. Another fun sledding story mm-hmm. that also inver- involves the word fuck was we had a friend who brought her boyfriend at the time or fiance even. I don't remember. And we're like, sledding. And Gary's dad is with us. And this guy's just like, oh, fucking this. Blah, 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 yes. fuck, fuck, that yes. was the like, one time this? I went. Yes. Was, yeah. yeah. And it was just like every other word. And it was like, okay, I don't really care, but not for the It dad. was really inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. So then. I've never to... even heard that Gary's dad swear ever. It wasn't, no, it wasn't his dad. my dad. It was the friend that came along that was right. swearing and it, So it was embarrassing. I know. Like... So to hear it in front of him would be like yeah. horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then cut to like. A year or two later, we're at a friend's wedding, and that guy's there. <laughs> Gary's dad comes over to him and goes, oh, should we go ask how the fuck he's doing? <laughs> and that's why I love him. <laughs> that's great. <coughs> yeah, that was good. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, all right. That oh. was, because you remember... Didn't Angie and her mom, we played like yeah. Wii Tennis with them. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, was, that, that was a really good New Year's party. That was a really great New Year's party. <laughs> it was. Was that our first, like, Amanda, was that our first one? Like, we had kind of hung out? For... I don't remember things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, we'll wrap this up, and then we'll come back to our lightning round.
And we're back. So for this, I've got just, we're going to go really quick. This is just like before where there's a lightning round. I'm going to give you out something, and you just got to pick a side. If you don't want to pick a side, you can kind of dance around in the middle too. But here we go. First up, I've got the New Year's Baby. Fun New Year's mascot or creepy as fuck. New Year's doesn't need a Santa. Go. <laughs> Undecided. Ryan? Um, I don't think it's creepy, but I think it's weird when it's like the old man is like, goodbye, and there's the baby. Like, oh, that weird. baby. Yeah, I yeah. was thinking of the first baby born, no, like no, 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 in no. the hospital. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Fuck that kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The idea of me like going into like the, the, the nerve of this kid thinking he's a big shit. <laughs> You're born first, you piece of shit. No. And that's actually hilarious. No, no, not the firstborn baby, but like that stereotypical the New Year's baby, the little naked baby with the sash. Like that's the really fucking creepy. Thank you. So you're on board with creepy as fuck, and New Year's does not need a Santa. I'm gonna, right. I'm leaning okay. towards creepy as well. I'd say creepy. I guess I don't know. I just think it's it's something they can definitely be retired. It's not wholesome like when the spirit of Christmas present ages really quickly. Right, right, right. So. It's, it's weird. New Year's baby sounds like a really weird gangster name. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the That's thought of the baby getting old fast makes me think of progeria. Right. <laughs> and, and it's, yeah. Yeah, poor baby. Yeah, creepy. It doesn't need a mascot for creepy. New Year's, no. All right, Court? It doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. Leah? I think it would be less creepy if it wasn't accompanied by the old man. Yeah. But together, it makes it worse altogether. And even without, it's still creepy. So, yeah, yeah no, no, no. Okay. Awesome. Next up, I've got New Year's in Times Square. Fun way to ring in the new year or old, tired tradition that is stupid? Uh, fun way to ring in the new year. I just don't want it in person. Same. I was just going to say it's fun as long as I'm watching it on TV. Okay. <laughs> I pulled up some history earlier today. It's been going on since 1907. Mm-hmm. The ball has gone from 700 pounds to roughly over 12,000 pounds. Jesus. I love the ball story from a few years ago. There's even the New Year's ball inflation. Let's hear about New Year's ball. Someone that Carl knows or worked with or something didn't understand that the New Year's ball was like a man-made object. They thought it was like a legit natural occurrence that happened. <laughs> I don't even remember that. It happened on top of a building. I don't remember that. They didn't. They didn't know. They never saw it. They just oh, heard of it. So they're like, "I thought it like came out of the sky." It, it was, was a miracle. It's like when Stonehenge aligns. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, the, exactly. They thought it was like a real thing. Like we thought people got together to watch the thing fall it's, out of the it's, sky. It's, it's Haley's comet. Essentially, just every New Year it comes over and it happens at midnight. Impeccable yeah. timing. Impeccable. I have to say, only because. We have family in, in like New Jersey in that area, that metro area of New York. Shout out to the Jersey family. Yep. I think that it's pretty cool for them because they go every once in a while. And I think it brings a lot of people that live there together. But I think having that mix of people that like seriously just travel there from the world mm-hmm. globally to there for that, I think that's what makes it really special. Okay. Uh, I'm fine spectating on TV. I would not want to be there. That's not my cup of tea. Perfect. Right. Court? You know, I am all about Dick Clark and his balls, uh, but from a distance. Balls at a distance. Leah? Uh, Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I think it's good for those people, but I would never want to be out in the cold like that. All right. Next up, I have New Year's Eve programming, such as Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve. Now listen close, because how you say it's going to matter. So are you either 
Oh, great. The best of C-class celebrities and acts of yesteryear. Or are you, oh, great. The best of C-class celebrities and the acts of yesteryear. <laughs> I love my best friend. <laughs> Which one? I like Dick Clark. Well, he's dead, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you like it, but... I'm more of a... Oh, okay, okay. See, oh, this, is, this is the thing, though, because I'm on this fence because it's like I'm on the side, but that's why I'm like, because yeah. I like it. That yep. way. That's why I enjoy it. I like it. I mean, JLo slid across the stage last or two years ago, I think, <laughs> mm-hmm. like slid across the stage after coming out of a dance move and singing still. I'm like, obviously, yeah, back around, but yeah. But I don't still, think she's a C class celebrity. But see, that's the thing. They mix it in. They mix it in. Mm-hmm. They mix it up. They they yeah. do have a couple headliners. That so are, I'd say there's elements that, that make me excited. Yeah. I think the the coast to coast party thing. <laughs> I, think, I think that was exciting at first, but ultimately, I mean, I don't like it when they have the DJs. Yeah. And it's like, I don't care about you people dancing. You're in Vegas and there's a DJ and it's like, well, that's I will tell you, a few years ago, I was so excited because Miley Cyrus performed, not because of that, but Mm -hmm. then her boyfriend's band, Lily, performed. And the drummer from Lily used to be the drummer for The Regrets. And I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. that made me really happy. So, so you go, (laughs) see less specials, I guess. I like it. Uh, Indifferent. I I don't care for it too much. And then... Courtney might be I, on. She okay. She's Courtney's back with with Jay. Yeah, just whatever. Indifferent, but you do like Dick Clark's balls. Yes, obviously. I'm about the balls. Okay, Leah. I don't know that I've ever watched it. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. Maybe that's your answer. I don't care. <laughs> that's <for> fair. <laughs> well, my answer is pretty much identical to Ryan's. Like things that are cheesy for being cheesy sometimes just tickle me in all the right ways. Well, it's like I, I sit there and I, some of the people that name I'm like, ugh, I can't stand it. I yeah. can't wait to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Amanda and I would watch it too, and and, and they bring out people that are new, and we're like, "Who is this person?" They're acting like we all should know them, but we have no fucking clue. Who this <laughs> well, is. Or like, I always go with what they like. People like things ironically, and I'm like, which is just the same as liking it, but just pretending like you're too cool for it. Which so I'm always I'm always all about liking things that are like, oh, this is lame, but that's why I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I had a note here though I, that I wanted to put this in. Because, like, while I was writing this, I thought this thought, and I wanted to share it with you all. Just picture it where it's like on Halloween in the show Buffy, where we can all walk the streets safely knowing that they somehow found a way to keep Ryan Seacrest at bay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like on Buffy where all the vampires were off on Halloween so they could walk the streets. It's like, we don't have to worry. They got Ryan Seacrest locked up in Times Square, guys. Interesting interesting side note. Before that rule was established on the show, I have a paperback novel in which halloween happens and that is not the case because it was before that sure part of the universe was established which is why it's kind of fun it makes it its own little universe mm-hmm. yep. all right next up i got noisemakers woohoo or go to hell with that noisemaking malarkey uh four-year-old amanda woohoo uh now i'm it's loud so go to hell with that noisemaking malarkey <sighs> kind of say it say i can't it. okay I fine can't either way amanda doesn't like it Brian? Um, I like them, but like at that moment, and then you're done. Okay. Like, I don't like when, like, you have like the kids there and they just like, oh, let's keep blowing the noisemakers. It's like, no, stop. Yep. But the best noisemaker story ever was um, New Year's 1992. Mm-hmm. So, 91, 92. I was at my dad's in Arizona and my grandma and grandpa had bought a bunch of noisemakers, like the paper ones that you blow. 
and it gets to be midnight and we all blow, but they're not the noise making kind. So we all like at the same time like pull it out like what? Make a noise. That's awesome. It's just just silently unfurled. Just the paper would pop. <laughs> That's it. I know, That's I've never cool. cared for like the. I've never cared for those ones. Okay. Like, I like the metal. I like the metal. Yeah, the, yeah, the metal cranky, cranky ones. But again, I, I'm doing again, a terrible impersonation in that, of it. In that crank, moment crank. of like, it's New Year's. Woo! Yeah, okay, yeah. we're done. When you're actively doing it, I think it's more enjoyable than actually listening to it, though. Because mm-hmm. I just think there's that. I like those little confetti poppers that yeah. just look yeah. up the pop. Yeah. The yeah. Honorable mention for confetti poppers. Yeah. Or streamer poppers too. Streamer poppers. <clears throat> so yeah, but, I guess I'm. I think they're pretty cool. Okay. In moderation. Jay? I guess I, I would kind of prefer the metal ones as well, but generally, like, yeah, I hate it. Get off my lawn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Court? I, I have mixed feelings about both. I, I do prefer the ones that roll out and, like, that big, long, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, the big, you know, like, it unwinds itself yeah. and then slurps back in. But, my God, everybody's blowing on them. Same fucking things. It's just contamination all around. <laughs> <laughs> Leah? Well, like, I feel like courts changed mine. So <laughs> now that I understand the contamination aspect, yep. <laughs> now I'm for it. I'm all in. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, huh? <laughs> I'm going to go um, with... Also, spoiler, yeah? like, I know that you had noisemakers at your New Year's parties, Gary. Yeah. So. Oh, totally did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to say little kid me got way more excited. Uh, adult me is like... We can do it for like one minute after midnight and then it's done. I feel like grandparents get way more into it now that they have grandchildren. Yeah. And we're the parents. No and they're kidding. like, oh, yes, let's give all of the noisemakers at 6 p.m. Oh, Lord. Yup. That's a solid point right Ooh, there. It's two days after. Let's give some more. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, I've got fireworks on New Year's. Great celebration or save it for the 4th of July. Also, my neighbors with PTSD don't need that shit. I've never experienced it, but I love fireworks. Okay. There's some towns that do fireworks at midnight. Mm-hmm. Are there? Yeah. There are. Oh, yeah. okay. Well. I'm indifferent. Like, I don't see the point. But the older I get, the more I don't see the point of fireworks Oh, okay. in general. Do you know what I mean? Like, I like sparklers, and I like yeah. the fireworks you do in your driveway. But, like, the big... And, like, not that I don't like them, or I think they should go away, but, like, when you go to a fireworks show, I'm always like, the people who clap, I'm like, I mean... <laughs> It's cool, but I'm always like, it's it's only so cool. It's like clapping at a movie. Well, it's like I, I wonder. The person that made the movie isn't here, guys. But I wonder sometimes the too. The fireworks. If it's just like here. it's like everyone has a quota of how many times they're impressed by fireworks, and I've just reached mine earlier than some people. Like, oh, sure. that's cool. I, I'd say if it's like organized and at a location mm-hmm. for like the masses to enjoy, I'm totally down with fireworks. Okay. The ones in the neighborhood, yeah, people with PTSD, people with other sensory things, yep, are pets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't stand it. I honestly, and I also just, I get angsty because then I start seeing people post on our neighborhood page about these fireworks. And I'm like, there's nothing I can do. So I got to stop looking at this because I can't solve that problem. Right. And I feel the same, but I'm not going to post about it because... Right, right, right. But it's just that stray one at like 1.30 in the evening and you're like, why? Mm-hmm. What does not need to happen? Yep. Jay? Uh, I think I'm kind of with Carl with some of the neighborhood concerns. Um, I think the New Year's ones, they might make more sense in a more southern locale if people are going to be like out enjoying the night, you know, out on a beach or something. And then you pop off some fireworks or something. Otherwise, yeah, save it for the fourth when people are actually out. 
And yeah, don't be one of those assholes that's shooting them off at one thirty in the morning because nobody likes that. Yeah. Court? If you want to see the fireworks, consult with Dick Clark and his balls. There's a time <laughs> and place. Watch it on the TV. Let the neighbors sleep. That's all I have to say. I'm Indeed. an old poop, I guess. No, no, no. And most you of us are both. feeling that way, so you're in good company, you old Yeah, poop. most of us could just throw a YouTube video of fireworks on if we really <clears throat> wanted them. Right? Exactly. There you go. All right, Leah? I think London does a pretty big show. Yeah. For New Year's annually. Yeah. Um, so I have a two-year-old puppy dog who is, does not like fireworks. Right. She's not really scared of anything else, but she was adopted and picked up off the streets in like mid-July when she was like six months old in Texas. So like right after 4th of July. Ooh, they go crazy in Texas. Uh, right. So she was probably super traumatized by fireworks and she's very afraid of them. So I do not enjoy fireworks in any way anymore because I'm just consoling my beautiful beautiful puppy Aww. i also have like a pretty high startle reflex so just like popping sounds are yep uh, kind of get me so um they're pretty and everything and i you know don't mind that other people enjoy them but eh, pass it's almost the exact you know what i always story. think about with fireworks is that let's say and i'm only using my husband as an example because he's sitting in the living room and i'm seeing him but let's say you didn't like your husband and you were looking for an opportunity to perhaps use a gun you could disguise it during any sort of like firework situation like fourth of july obviously if you're going to kill the neighbor do it in the middle of the fireworks. Do I need display. to clip and then this now? This is dark this is, this is evidence now. I, do I need to clip you can this? get rid of the body by just having a barbecue and pretending that you're like just treating the neighbors. Yeah, and you went all fried green tomatoes on that shit. Secrets well, in the sauce. Secrets in the sauce. Nobody would ever guess. Wow. Think otherwise. Now That's our, actually, well, I now thought it'd be will. really fun if you get cremated to have your ashes put into fireworks. Oh, Ew, no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Make everyone breathe it in. <laughs> okay, to be, to be fair, we'd, we'd light them forever. We'd light, we'd light <laughs> them over a bay or something, okay? okay. All right, One well. podcast listeners is going to become a serial killer and only kill people during fireworks and then feed the bodies to people during barbecues. And then take the and ashes and put them in fireworks. And we're Nobody gonna... would ever think twice. <laughs> but they're going to be like, I got the idea from these guys. At the <laughs> That's not our fault, though. You're going to have to live with that, Courtney. <laughs> All right. Sorry. That's our Black Label podcast. Well, I can't say it any you better subscribe than, for that. than <laughs> Carl. I think the way Carl put it is exactly how I feel. So let's move on to, uh, this is a real quick one. Uh, champagne or sparkling juice? Sparkling juice. Sparkling juice. Either. Yeah. Either. I don't like dry champagne. I okay. say that. Court? Champagne. Ooh, Leah? And I don't drink, but, you know. Uh, either. Mm, I am a whore for the sparkling juice. I like it because I can drink what I want and I don't need to worry about any sort of, like, hangovers or getting, or, or I can't drive. Because, I mean, sometimes we need to go out to go sledding, guys. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. And then I've got the last one. Should we keep the kiss at midnight or switch it up to midnight tush squeezes? <laughs> I mean, the idea of it's midnight, pinch a cheek. I think it's great. Amanda? It's less germy. Yeah. There you go. Less germy. Post-COVID era. Amanda's on tush squeeze. Assuming everyone's wearing pants. Oh, my God. There is another level. If you're throwing the the party, you get to set the rules. That's my opinion. Anyway, Ryan. I think the kiss is fine. And if you want to add a tush squeeze. So you say do both. Sure. 
Cool. But as long as everyone Consents. involved enjoys yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I, I'll stay with Ryan on this one. Okay. Yeah, I think... It's just all about consent, but you're yeah. still you're down with bringing in the tradition of a, a yeah. tush pinch. I don't. I want to know or the origin of the romantic kiss at midnight because for me, I think it's always been friends. Like I've thought, like just kiss your friends, like oh, sure. happy New Year. Mwah. So or your husband's coworkers, and that's why you hide in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or in Corny's case, you're kissing your husband goodbye. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. That's the one final one before those fireworks. <laughs> you know what's funny? I wasn't even thinking like that. I was thinking like the night she drove home. I, I, oh. kinda, I blacked it out of my head so I didn't have to be a witness. Jay? I'm fine with either. All right, Courtney. Live your life. I'm all about that romantic kiss. Okay. I'll be right over. Would you be opposed to a tush squeeze from Ryan? I'll always take that from Ryan any day of the year. <laughs> I figured. Leah? Yeah, I think uh, consensual, why not both? Okay, I'm going to go with consensual both. I don't want to shame the kiss, but I vote we bring in tush squeezes. I just think it's a fun thing. It shouldn't be... I think the pressure of trying to get the first kiss is a weird... Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. If you're my Aunt Sandy, and she will admit this to anyone that will listen... There's always a tush squeeze when Aunt Sandy's involved, oh, right? Cool. She tells me when she meets them. I'm a, I, sorry, I squeeze butts. Yeah. She when, actually when, hugged you know. me and said, oh, I just had to know. Oh, okay. Yeah. For all those listeners out there, though, I don't know of anyone that's got a tighter ass than Carl. <laughs> I'm you, so glad. That... If you have the opportunity and he consents, you grab a Carl Mackey ass because it is tight <laughs> grip trainer first and hold up to it and kind of tiny but guess but what i want highlight on the consent that's you true. better get his damn that's consent true. i'm not about but i haven't always been the best your wife is right here yeah I've gotten and better. you know it haven't you grabbed it before god no what the fuck you're missing out i don't do that where are the others get your consent don't, i don't know i have never kissed my friends well, i don't I squeeze people's butts i do yeah. I know, we lead different lives. (laughs) In the same house. But we love each other. I guess. You gotta remember, I came out of... (laughs) Best thing she ever did. (laughs) Best thing that ever came out of her. Yeah. Well, I think that's the end of my segment there. So we'll break, and then we'll come back with our biscuit basket. Last one of the year. And we're back, bitches. I mean, friends. I mean, I love you. (laughs) That was the best way to come back. Thank you, Ryan. (laughs) All right. So we're going to start our biscuit basket. This is going to be the last one of 2023. And I am excited to say that we have our first listener-submitted biscuit. Ooh. Yes. Patrick S. writes in, Burnt Biscuit. All the times you made me eat at a Waffle House in Tennessee, and you didn't bring it up once on the episode where we talked about diners. Oh. Then he continues to say, I peed out my ass for a week after that. <laughs> <laughs> so what our listener is referring to is in, what was it, 2015, we went down to Tennessee, and he was kind enough to hang out with us. And uh, I am obsessed with waffle house like crazy obsessed with waffle house so i had to go there a couple times we plan vacations around waffle houses we do well it's it's, it's like part of the culture one of the greatest waffle house moments is we were at a waffle house wait wait it's gonna be better than peeing out of your ass well i think so actually (laughs) we're at a waffle house 
And we're like, hey, this is fun. And then my phone dings and I look at it and it's like, Facebook has a memory. Five years ago, you were taking a picture at that Waffle House sign. And I look over to Amanda, I'm like, oh, fuck, we're at the same time. <laughs> because we took a 4th of July trip to St. Louis and went to a Waffle House. And then five years later, we did the same trip and went to the same goddamn Waffle House at the same goddamn time. That's funny. <laughs> we didn't have the same waitress, We though. did not have the same waitress. Oh, that's unfortunate. But yeah, that's my eternal love of Waffle House. And shout out to Patrick S. Thank you for submitting that. I'm sorry you had to pee out your ass for a week, but uh, I hope things are better. <laughs> <laughs> Stay hydrated, friend. <laughs> what did he eat? <laughs> I really only remember him having coffee. But, well, well, there you go. I mean, I've had a friend before. He had to have had something else, though. Provide me with a cup of coffee and then go, oh, is that the one that makes us poop? Yeah. It was like immediate. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Eight o'clock coffee. It just go right through you. Right, oh. Court? Mm, biscuits. Indeed. Yeah, Court knows all about that. All right. We'll move on here. Ryan, I hear you have a biscuit for us. I do have a biscuit. So, I'm at a store, Mm -hmm. and I'm not there to purchase anything. I'm there conducting business. And when I'm done with the business, there's, like, this stack of papers by the register, like, newspapers. But there's thin little thing, and they're just sitting there. And I thought it was, like, like here in Eau Claire, we have volume one. It's, like, Mm -hmm. a free paper. Yep. Um, Looked free. Looked like a little dinky, like, student newspaper or something. So, I'm like, oh, I'm going to grab one of these. And she's like, oh, you have to pay for that. And at first, I thought she was totally kidding. The reason I wanted to grab it was because of Carl's addiction to reading papers. And I thought, oh, it'd be so cute to bring this home to him and be like, look, I got you a little paper when I was out of town. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I pick it up and I say that. And she's like, well, it's $1.50. And I kind of look. Uh, and I didn't want to say, oh, well, then I don't want it. Like, I didn't want to be a jerk like that. So It doesn't I, look like you should be charging for this thing. No. And I so I bought this freaking paper for $1. fifty <laughs> just so I could be like, here, read this. <laughs> but then we were looking the whole thing. We were looking at the obituaries and since it's from a small town, they're kind of wacky names. And Carl's like, well, it's worth $1. fifty already. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure was. And I love that like some of the op-eds were like, well, it was uh, November and we didn't have a lot of snow and well, blah, blah, blah passed away. And I'm like, this person got two obituaries because this person then goes and talks about them. I'm like... More bang for your buck. Right. It's all about who you know. Right. <laughs> she, she's really dead. <laughs> so I don't know if that was buttered or burned because it was a funny story. So I, You know what? I think the ones that are both are the best. I think it was on the edge, but I'm enjoying it. Well, it just was funny because when she said, well, you have to pay for that, I like didn't react right away because I thought she was kidding. I'm like, oh. I'm going to oh. say it was a biscuit well, that's fine. that came out that was slightly overdone, but still edible. And then you put like really good Irish butter on it, and then you're like, that's ah, worth it. <laughs> Carl, you got one for us? I have two great biscuits to finish the year. Let's hear them. I've done a lot of stuff to work on myself this year, mental health, like just skills and strategies and stuff, and professional development and spiritual wellness and financial wellness. Like we just I had a good year. Like I'm really glad to end this year this way and not think like Ooh, in 2024, I'm going to do this. No, I did it this year, which is really neat. And the other thing is, uh, Mom Mackie's moving over here, which Woo-hoo! is pretty exciting. That is exciting. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, she's going to drive me at least crazy, but I mean. Crazy in all the right ways, yeah. right? But you can go home. Yeah, but she's she is a great, hardworking, sweet, generous person. And all of my friends have always loved her. Nice. Awesome. So new home base. All right. Next up, I believe Court has a nice biscuit for us. I don't know if I would say it's nice. It's nice because I love you. It's interesting. 
Okay, let's and hear it. It's going to be somewhat of a PSA. <laughs> so I didn't realize this, but nor did most of the world, but hamsters and gerbils hibernate. Oh. Do you know how many people that they've come to realize have like buried <gasps> their pets no. thinking that oh, no. they were like dead, but just because of like a change in like the temperature oh, of the house no. or something how, how like that. How long do they typically hibernate for? How do they know that they didn't die? Do we have a bunch of like zombie hamsters? Like that are like scratching out of the ground and then are flushing them left and right and they're not even dead. They're just in deep slumber. Do you flush a a hamster? I feel like that's not a good choice. I think she's just using that as a But how do they know that we're burying hibernating hamsters? Exactly. I I think that's what Courtney is getting at. We don't know. You have to be careful. Oh my god. So like people that have been like, oh, we, you know, my my room's downstairs in the basement. It gets kind of chilly sometimes at <gasps> night. Oh, my hamster died. No, it didn't. It's just sleeping. Oh, my heavens. And they do look like they are legit dead. Apparently, they they get harder oh, or more oh, stiff no. <laughs> and the whole thing. But how how did we not know this? Mm-hmm. That is That does seem really weird that we didn't know that. How did I, we discover this? I think the pet stores need to be informing some people. <laughs> a little and that's my PSA. If you're yeah. going to get your child... A hamster for Christmas this year. Don't. <laughs> I actually agree with Carl. Don't. Uh huh. But like, so oh, they're just sleeping. Let, let them sleep it off this winter, and we'll see if they come back to life in the spring. Oh my god! Well, I guess as soon Unless as they warm smell, up, they they can come back alive. But imagine how many hamsters have been buried alive oh, through all guys. of these years. Okay, I don't want real, to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. All right. Well, thank you for that, Court. How did you come across um, this? Yeah, anytime. Like, where did this come from? How did you find about, out about this? I, I, you know, I was um, watching something. It was on TikTok, and it took me down this big, long spiral oh, yeah. of information. So have we um, verified this? Was, well, it sounds I'll, I'll tell you, it, it I mean, came sure, from a podcast sure. that somebody discussed this oh, with. Okay. Well, hold but on. I, Everything you hear on a podcast <laughs> is true. Listeners true. out there, well, you better... That's why... <laughs> I went and I looked up information, and there are certain breeds of okay. gerbils it, and hamsters that it will do this, and it, it does happen. <laughs> it does happen, and yeah. that's really dark. Ouch, Amanda! Yeah. That means I'd have to walk out to the garage and go in the box. I'm just saying, like we okay. should check an Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> that's the only I know, I've, they say I've Wikipedia is actually more accurate. Stop it. No, I'm serious. No, I always say that Wikipedia is a, not a good like source, but it's a good place to start. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, and it depends on the thing, too. If the topic is like something pop culture-y, a lot of times you can find all the info. That's a complete tangent, but I just wanted to throw that out there. As someone who wrote a lot of academic papers, sometimes I'd find my sources by looking at what was cited on the Wikipedia yeah, article. And then exactly. like, oh, and I'm going to track down that source and I can read the source. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I and I should, I can reference this little area that I did come across several times. It says hamsters and gerbils don't typically hibernate, but some can go into a hibernating state. So is that hibernating or not? I don't know. Well, well next episode, we'll have a veterinarian on as a guest. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, Leah, do you want to volunteer out of us to go to vet school real quick? <laughs> real quick. I'll take one for the team. Oh, good. <laughs> It's Thanks. a three-week certificate program. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to groom an animal. <laughs> well, I'd like to think that there's just a gerbil 101 somewhere. <laughs>
Could you imagine a, a veterinary school, ahead. but just for gerbils? <laughs> like, get out of here with that bovine and equine and, and rat. Fuck that. Just gerbils. <laughs> well, after I heard about this. That's the vet school. <laughs> just gerbils. Right? I want to go to chinchilla school. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Okay. Yeah. So I've got some biscuits. My first one um, is kind of crunchy and stale. I went to a very nice holiday party for my job yesterday, but found out that one of my coworkers is COVID positive, so I've been exposed, which is a bummer. But that gives me the opportunity to remind all of our listeners out there that numbers are up and just to be cautious, etc. Um, and you can find out information about where the numbers are for you at www.cdc.gov at the National Wastewater Surveillance System and see what the... COVID numbers are coming through your wastewater system in your state and in your local community. That's cool. And uh, so, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What? <laughs> so, so, I have questions. Okay. <laughs> I'll attempt. I, I may have totally. Did my brain just take this as somebody's like testing people's septic? Like, yeah, yeah, it, they do. Yes, 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 yes. That's wait. what they do. That's how they find out the numbers. <laughs> They, they job. They the wa- the waste I, treatment oh. people. Probably the public health realize, department. Like, Pu- shit, they they test. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Courtney. We're, we'll have to have an episode about that. Yeah. All of the well, I mean, I am in a rural little town, so I mean, we do have our own septic. But wow, I didn't know people did that. That's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, if there's public the utilities, know. it's highly tested. Right. Hmm. But did you know that one out of every seven Wicker Biscuit members has COVID? (laughs) (laughs) You don't even have to test our septics to know. That's true. The more you know. And that's why I am podcasting from afar. As long as Leah comes back negative, yes. Right. Um, yeah, hopefully I'm fine. I'm vaccinated. All all of that stuff is up to date. Um, and I got my vaccine early in the season. I wasn't waiting for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can track what the numbers are like in your local community um, if you go to that site. Um, and be cautious and stay safe for the holidays um, and whatever you need. Um, my other biscuit is that now I've had my puppy for a whole year and she's... Snuggly, she's laying in the crook of my leg right now and just napping. And she has little dreams, and she'll twitch a little bit, and then sometimes she'll whine a little bit and go, mm-hmm. and then I give her a little pat, and she's fine. So oh, she's that's awesome! That. She's a little companion girl. My what little... else are they testing for through the <laughs> waste management? <laughs> I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm sorry. ADHD. That's Every like, everything. Uh, <laughs> We'll have you meet with a uh, Eau Claire wastewater treatment specialist sometime when you're down. <gasps> we can do a <laughs> field trip. Uh, field trip, yes! Speaking of wastewater, you know down by Riverview they have the pump houses? Yeah, yeah. that's so, the freshwater. But yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So Carl and I were driving by there one day and like there were people standing by one of them like doing like surveillance stuff. <laughs> I, I want to roll down the window and yell, get away from my house! <laughs> <laughs> I had a boyfriend in high school, and we used to walk our dogs down there together because he was grounded for, I think, nearly the entire time we dated. <laughs> Does I that think I know him. Like, oh, I, think, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Me too. 
too. <laughs> oh man, he probably had it coming, <laughs> or not? Rarely. Not. <laughs> is that stressed. is that the same friend that um, I got to drive around a lot because his parents wouldn't let him get his license on time because his grades were not good enough or some crap like that? <laughs> probably. <laughs> is that why? I was happy. I was happy to do it. Oh, I had a whole different story in my head. Oh, we'll have to compare stories and see which one's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that oh. note, oh, go, I had no, one go last ahead. biscuit. Yes, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. I've got multiple biscuits here. Okay, last biscuit. I've got three. I'm juggling them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't see it, but I am. Last biscuit is um, at work. I'm a case manager, and I work with families with young children. And we got a bunch of presents donated for adults. And also for kids. Yay. There's a lot of programs oh, that donate wonderful. presents for kids, but not a lot or really any that donate presents for adults. So like the parents will give stuff to the kids, but the parents don't get anything themselves. Um, so I had my entire backseat like stuffed to the top with presents and then also like home essentials, like cleaning supplies and shampoo and toilet paper and all of that stuff, like just packed full. And I just felt like a really happy Santa. So I know like we we're talking about be feeling a little bit grinchy and like uh, the ebb and flow of the Christmas spirit. And like, I just felt very Christmassy having all of this stuff like to be able to like provide to families. Oh, that's a great way to help ryan myself and mom um donated to the giving tree at church through the lutheran social services up here and uh we actually pinpointed adults to give to so that was pretty cool and uh, they got a fun swiffer and some undies and some tools and uh i'm going to my hometown for a holiday weekend this weekend Mm -hmm. and uh the shelter where a couple of my mentors actually volunteer at um i got a list today of um what they're most in need at because they do mostly dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be getting some kitten food and some litter. And... Getting some kitten? Yeah. Nice. Can we get some health monitors for those gerbils, please? <laughs> <laughs> a little blood pressure cuff. Pulse oximeter. Yeah. You can't just poke them? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Just bring them upstairs and put them next to your couch and well, let, poke them every once in a while. Let them heat up and then see what happens. <laughs> Don't microwave them. <laughs> all right. We got all our biscuits out, Leah? Yes. All right. Then to wrap this up, I'm just going to throw out a big group biscuit. Um, one of the best things for us that started in 2023 is a wicker biscuit. And we are all very, very excited for all you listeners to enjoy this with us. And we thank you so much for... It has been an honor. It's been awesome. Anybody else want to throw anything else about uh, anything else? Just that going forward, we hope that you enjoy any new things we throw your way, any old things we throw your way when we reference old podcasts. I don't know. I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, But we are thankful that we have you and that you enjoy and that you stay with us. Yeah. And if you see us out and about, this is what it's all about. Like, let us know if there's something that'd be cool to talk about. Yeah. We had our first fan submitted biscuit i mean we really are looking for fan feedback because that really helps drive us um so where can one submit their biscuit well we have our email which is uh wickerbiscuit at gmail.com there's the wicker biscuit facebook page people can submit comments there or send facebook messages there's also the instagram <clears throat> excuse me um we have the links for those out on our site as well as uh i put them in the posts every episode and then now Ryan, what else did we recently we, get? We have a TikTok. It's wicker.biscuit. 
wicker.biscuit. We've got a TikTok, so you can when actually you, see our pretty faces. When you search for it, you'll find a lot of Whisker Biscuit pages, but that's not us. We are Wicker Biscuit. Wicker.biscuit. Mm-hmm. We're not dirty or into archery. We are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we are both those things, but that's another story. <laughs> but yeah, we enjoy the feedback. We enjoy the shout outs. Uh, you can reach us any any of those things we just shared. All right. With that, we'll say Happy New Year, guys. And hopefully we see you in 2024. Yay. Happy, so Happy New Year. Well. Bye, everyone. Adios. Thank you for listening to Wicker Biscuit, a podcast Ahoy production. The producers of Wicker Biscuit are Ryan LeMay, Gary Putnam, and Courtney Holub. Executive producer is Gary Putnam. Recording and editing was done by Gary Putnam. Check out our social media for updates on upcoming pods and for clips and other media referenced in this episode. Because sharing is caring, the links can be found in the episode note. Check it out! Thanks again from everyone at the Wicker Biscuit family.